Hmm. How do I start this? What did you order? I asked the girl what's hot and good, and she said a honey cinnamon latte. And I added, I had it with oat milk. I have this theory that the whole world is lactose intolerant. I don't believe no we, are biologically, we are biologically oh, lactose intolerant. Yeah. Okay. We're meant to be. Yeah. I well, believe. I think like Science in says. school, they like try to train us to be okay with it by giving us milk at huevo. Yeah, what's no, up but with I mean, that? all the milk ads too, like it's just all promoting for funds. What did you hear about the whole cheese thing? No. There's like a bunch of cheese underground in the US that just doesn't cheese get gate. so. No, no, it's not even cheese. <laughs> it's, not even, it's, it's, it's just like we overproduce milk so much that we literally make it into cheese and put it underneath. Well, the Parmesan Reggiano is like wow. in a bank in Italy, isn't it? Yeah, get closer and it's, to the mic. It's, it's like collateral for something. Oh, yeah. What, what do they say on TikTok? The TikTok, yeah. Whole, if you're going to like buy a, buy a house, you just give them some cheese or something a like collateral, that. collateral, yeah. You some learned collateral. that on TikTok University? Yes. <laughs> TikTok uni. Can't get better than that. Mm. <laughs> Play the music. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Beans, Brews, and Buds podcast. This is your host, Kevin Laredo. Good to be back. And with my co-host, Nora Castillo. Hello. Oh, get closer. Hello. Oh, wait. You muted there, me. There I've you go. Been, I've been, <laughs> You've been, I've been silenced. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. There you go. And of course, a special guest here. Oh, yeah, that's me. Uh, <laughs> Tanya Benavides. Tanya Benavides. I'm so excited to be here. Wait, Thank I you have for a button for this. I'm to have you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Super happy and glad to have you here. Because I know you messaged me. Or I think I messaged you. No, you messaged me uh, first. And then I was super down with it because I was talking to Jenny about it and stuff like that. And we were super stoked and we were like getting ready for it. And then, like, the second wave of COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I'm still down. We'll just do it with masks. And then my work, like, I got fired from one. And then oh, I got a no. new one. And then that one was, like, mandatory overtime. So we were doing, like, 15, 16-hour shifts per day. And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. It's so, time for a boy out here. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It's I really mean, bad. That's the story of the pandemic, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, part COVID. three. Part three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Make Year it stop. COVID. Make it stop, dude. Graduate the next year. For real. Oh, man. Yeah, we're, we could have gotten another degree right now. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> Too expensive. But yeah, well, I'm super glad you're here now because it's been a work in the making because I was just trying to figure out where this whole show was going, like projecting wise, because at this point it was just mainly me with a couple of friends messing around. Uh, just having conversations, having coffee, which for the most part is still going to be roughly the same. But I do want to focus more on getting uh, coffee connoisseurs like yourself. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I would call myself that. I'm just like title, coffee title. obsessed. <laughs> I don't have a problem. A consumer nonetheless. True, true, true. We all consume. Which on that note, let's tell the viewers or listeners in this case uh, what we're having today. I'm having... 
a vanilla iced oat milk latte, which is really nice. Courtesy of a black and white coffee shop. I'm having a honey cinnamon oat latte. You don't have iced. it yet? Oh. No, we're, we're, they're working on it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Russian, don't leave the baristas alone. Protect, okay. your, protect your local barista. Of course, of course. That's what I'm like. My campaign is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm running for. And you, Tanya? I'm having the same. I just said, uh, give me something warm. Give me something sweet. And happy to report that this tastes very much like an Oharaska cookie. It's pretty yummy. Damn. Also, I don't know where like the questions and everything in the conversation is going. Uh-huh. But... I am ready to speak about my favorite coffee drinks and like yes. Okay. So that yes. is actually the first that. part we were going to talk about because uh, usually sometimes when I talk to people and I see what they order first, I can kind of get a read more or less what they ha what what they're you know kind of like. You kind of t went immediately to hot coffee. Do you normally just get hot coffee? Yeah, yeah, guilty. It could be a hundred and ten degrees as it usually is, and I'll still get hot coffee. Although I will say that um, Gloria's Coffee Bar has turned me into more iced drinks. Mm. There you go. A little promo there. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria's Coffee has amazing iced coffee. The Bungelo Latte. Oh, the Bungelo Latte is fucking that good. That one's good hot. That I one is good hot and cold. I remember having the uh, Mazapan when I first heard of it. When they pr first promoted it, I got it immediately and I was like, this is so good. Yeah. But I got, sadly... I think I overdid it. Same thing with hazelnut when we were yeah, super into we, hazelnut. We love things too hard. <laughs> we do. But get, after a while, just, it, it was too sweet for me. And I was yeah. just like, I'm going to dial it back real quick. Mm. So, But now I'm very glad that uh, Jenny added the Don Earl into the mix, which is a London Fog. So that's super nice and sweet with a little vanilla in it. Mm. It's so good. So, so good. Nice. Yeah, I like I like my hot drinks a little bit sweeter than my iced drinks. I can, when it's iced, like, I need it to be a little, a tad bitter. If mm -hmm. that's, I don't know. If, no, I see. I don't know if that makes sense. I love uh, a nice Americano. Just yeah. black. Super good. And if I would do want it sweeter, just like maybe one little pump or just one little, like, touch of, like, vanilla or just something sweeter like that. No, like, stevia in it unless I really need to. Depending right. on the coffee, right? But um, for the most part, if, if it's cold, I can have it like black. But recently I've been getting into doing the, the espresso shots by themselves with some mineral water. It's so good. It's okay. Espresso so soda. Yes. Like a, it's called something. Yeah. My, my husband does that too. He, he's trying to be like a skinny queen or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Get so called he, out, dude. No. He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> It's okay, we can talk smack. This is this is now a, this is the, a gossip uh, podcast. What's his name again? Mario. This is a I hate Mario hour. Let's go, dude. Mario, where are you at? <laughs> but I'm like that. That's a little fancy. That's like lacroix with American, like with americano. Okay, like I see you. Yes, dude. A Whole Foods here would be really, or at least a Trader Joe's. A Trader Joe's would be good though. A little yeah. bit. In Houston, we had, I lived in, I taught in Houston after college and we had Aldi, which mm -hmm. is like a European grocery. And I did like this experiment. Um, Mario was living in New York and mm -hmm. I was living in Houston. So we were like apart. I had a lot of time in my hands. 
And so I would like alternate between Aldi and HEB for grocery shopping really? every week and buy the same thing. And I mean, I, I love HEB. Don't get me wrong. It's like I missed it when I wasn't in Texas. But Aldi was so much cheaper. And I was like, what happened to nobody does more than my HEB? You know, that's not okay. <laughs> HEB brings the items. Were they sourcing the it differently? Or? Well, Aldi, because they're like European grocers. Yeah, so they, they have like... They have the like, connects. They have the connects. <laughs> and they also have like the specialty products. And I'm like, oh, okay, I see you. But yeah, I mean, I think here, if anything, like a central market. Mm-hmm. HB, if you're listening to this episode, we would love a central market. I would love one too. It was so good. Because there's one, where the hell did we go? I don't know if it was in Austin or San Antonio, where HEB had like one of those like just self serve type of mm. places before COVID. It was a regular course. HEB, but we haven't been to the central market in San Antonio. I think that's an experience that we need to, we need to enjoy on. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be put on the to do list. Yeah. <laughs> Get closer to the mic. <laughs> or speak a little bit louder. Geese. Just oh, I feel it. like I'm talking loud. That's just because it's like that. I think your cover is like thicker. No, it is no, thicker. I, I also uh, just talk. No, it is thicker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, talking about like uh, graduating, you know, going over there and stuff like that. Because I was talking to Val, having a little convo as to like who you were, a little background on you. Because as much as I try to go, not only on your website or just social media wise, like I couldn't go into. A more deep dive than I wanted to. Mm, so, uh, for the listeners who aren't as politically savvy and stuff like that, if you could me. give you an, who could give a nice <laughs> like background on yourself and stuff like that, because Val was kind of explained to me, you were here, right? You studied in Tammy U. You went to Texas A uh, and M. I studied at Texas State. Texas yeah. State. So, and, and you were just you know five and doing your thing, and then you went to New York too, right? Yeah, I ended up all the way in New York. I was never one of those people that like. You know, growing up, that said, I'm going to live in New York one day. You know, I feel like that that's like <laughs> a thats a stereotype for some. No, New York was never on my mind. Um, but I was in some way, somehow, I terminé ahí. So after I graduated from Nixon, I went to Texas State. And um, my husband, Mario, and I, uh, that's where we really started, like, dating, like, got serious. I've known Mario since... We were 11 years old. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's a, now that's a story. <laughs> He's like, wait, I, that's a story I want to know. <laughs> so we, we went to Memorial Middle School. We, I mean, we really like grew up blocks apart from each other. It's, this is how long I've known Mario. Mm-hmm. When we became friends, my parents had their first boy. And so my brother is now 18 years old and is at UTSA. And so he's a whole ass college student. And like, that's how long, Mario and I will never not know how long we've known each other because that's how long we've known each other, as old as my brother is. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I went to Texas State. I left right after, I think I had one of those moments. This was in 2010. So, like, people were like not typically rushing out of Laredo to go to college, you know? Um, But like, if you had the opportunity, like, you You wanted to take it, it, you know? and yeah, I went and then he followed and then oh. we got together and like, you know, it, that's it. It was endgame. Um, <laughs> Did you get married here? or? Yeah, we got here? married here right after college, right nice. after. Oh, nice. um, and so, you know, I, I mentioned that I taught in Houston. I uh, got into this program called uh, Teach for America and it's mm-hmm. like a, 
you know, a program that focuses on addressing the gap in educational equity. Of course. Um, you know, there's just, we know this, I think, now more than ever with COVID, right? There's a shortage of teachers because the profession is not as respected mm-hmm. as Right, at it least better be, yet, right? not only respected, but also protected to begin with. Protected, at all. protected. At all. Like, just talk about the restrictions on what teachers can teach. Oh, um, yes. Ju- like, yeah. Do you hear about that part, right? Yes. The whole Texas thing where they yes. you, you literally have to sign something so you can't talk about, like, fucking, uh, what the fuck was it? Just anything that just seems oh, to be pretty about, fucking like, normal um, stuff. They call it critical race theory, that's, which is really just like the history of racism yeah. mm-hmm. that is rooted in our country, yes. right? You can't just, you can't like shit on imperialism. Basically, mm-hmm. it's what it says. You have to respect the U.S. completely. Well, going back to our roots, Great Britain. Great Britain, oh, Jesus Christ, the Queen. No, dude. Wait, wait, it's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, like that's what it's feeling like. It's gonna lean toward. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, it, it's just like a complete denial of what this country was rooted yeah. in, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. as much as we and that's try the point to of history too. Yeah, yeah, to learn to learn to learn from your sakes. Which is funny because remember the <laughs> girls that were like. Was it today? I think it was today. There was like a bunch of girls sitting. Oh yeah, like a bunch of like girls. girls who were like um, probably like freshmen. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie because it sounds like they were just taking intro to whatever class they were in because they were just like talking about like super basic topic points and they're like, why do we need to learn about history and shit like that? Like, I don't care about this person what he did. I'm like, you need to know because this person did something stupid and we can't <laughs> and we can't let it repeat. We need to That's move how on. It was. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, but when I think back to being in college and like thinking about like some of the topics that we had to not maybe not so much topics, but like the entire emphasis mm-hmm. of, you know, sort of like this whitewashed history. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, for me, when I started teaching, I also learned what community organizing was. And this was in Houston, right? And and I it literally took me like having to go to a conference, a workshop, right? That I was like I had the privilege of attending, right? Also something that not everyone has access or the opportunity mm-hmm. to, which is not okay. And I, I was like, you know, twenty 22, 23 years old sitting in a room thinking like, why have I never had a deep dive? Mm-hmm. Why have I never heard <laughs> about, you know, Cesar Chavez and Dolores Huerta and the Chicano movement? And I felt robbed of like, I should have known about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why am I like today years old, you know, yeah. learning about this stuff? And I think it, it that already speaks to um, the conditioning, right, that we have in schools through curriculum and now... Uh, in the age of like, you know, um, and, at, and at such a young age, we go into it not knowing anything, right? Because we're literally just blank slates wanting to learn something, and they have full control, and it seems perfectly normal. It's mm-hmm. not until like literally in high school when I started learning certain things like that mm-hmm. because of world history, and it's part of the curriculum. But it just it's one little section from an entire paragraph, and we brush past it, and it's right. like, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Because it sounds like an interesting story and stuff like that. So I started looking into it and I asked my teacher once, I'm like, yo, why are we talking about this? And he's like, oh, it's not part of the, like our lesson. The curriculum, yeah. Yeah, it's not part of our lesson plan. It's like, but like, it seems pretty important. Like, I don't know why we're yeah. not talking. So, but if I remember right, um, in eighth grade, 
I won't say her name because she's still teaching. Um, <laughs> she she actually like taught us stuff like that. We actually oh, nice. went into slavery and stuff like that, and it got really really dark at one point. We even saw like a couple of movies uh, about it and stuff like that, and um, it was pretty insane because in that 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 class became like very cool to me. Like it actually inspired me a little bit to want to like yeah learn in lean into history more because it's like there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, like, why are we learning this? Because the following year, going to freshman uh, freshman year, into my history class, nothing, nothing was mentioned about what we learned from middle school. So I thought it was weird, and I and I have asked also before. I was like, what about this? And I mentioned, and the teacher wide eyed. She's like, we don't talk about that. Why you want? Why are we going to talk about that? I'm like, oh why not? God. It's part of it, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my. Okay. Let me so just say, like I'm a, also gathering que tú eres ese niño preguntón, verdad? Yes. <laughs> I am. I really am. It's not a bad quality. It's not a bad quality. It's not. Uh, uh, as opposed I'm, to me. I'm not the kid who says why all the time, though. I just want to okay. say, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not, dude? See, my quality, and, and Mario still makes fun of me for this one. We didn't go to elementary school together, but he's like, I bet you were that student that would be like, teacher, teacher, you didn't pick up the homework. <laughs> 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 and I totally was because oh, I would no. I have to stay up late doing that shit. And you know, like, I want I wanted, credit where I want to turn due. it in. I want to turn this in. I like, worked what? hard on this. Yeah. No, but definitely I would get I would get some eyes darted my way. hundred percent. All the kids are like, stop. Shut up. Eventually, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but back to teaching in Houston. Yes. Yeah, and getting married right after college. Um, Listen, I was growing up, I was like, uh-uh, marriage, not for me. Like, fuck the patriarchy, you True. know? Like, I am going to be an independent woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am. You can be an independent woman but, and be married. But I'm very much married, yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's just because it's my best friend, you know? Otherwise, it would not happen. But, you know, what that leads to is... And I think, uh, y'all, I don't know what your experience has been in the job market, but um, teaching... You know, uh, mm-hmm. ahorita, you know, it's, I think it'll be, it's likely easier to get a teaching job, right? There's a lot of vacancies mm-hmm. and like teachers are struggling. The requirements are um, lower right now, actually. They're they what, lo- I'm they sorry? They lower the requirements. The requirements. The requirements oh, wow. are a lot lower than they used to be. Wow. Really? I mean, because it's necessary. I mean, mm-hmm. we need to teachers, get people in. right? We need yes. teachers. Um, so, but, correct. you know, trying to get a job like LISD, UISD, callate, mm-hmm. like you, either you know someone or know someone that knows someone, right? That's so majority like, of Laredo. Anyways. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I feel like, it's like that's like Laredo in general. Yeah. Si yeah. no tienes un primo, nah, ya te you're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's how we ended up in Houston. And then, you know, Houston didn't work out for Mario. He, um, he's a dancer. So we, we both, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I'm a dancer too, but he's better. <laughs> he's he taught together. Me to dance. <laughs> no, good. yeah, we, we danced uh, at VMT. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, when it was still at the downtown campus, and mm. we danced flamenco folklorico there, and Ooh, uh, yeah, so cool. so and and he, you know he got a whole degree in dance, like he really took off with it. Um, but job wise, you know, didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So. We kind of had to like sit in our first year of marriage and wow, I'm saying a lot right now. <laughs> What's in this coffee? Hey, well, yeah, what? <laughs> Give it a little, little whiskey, a little, little Bailey's. No, I'm kidding. Is, is that the honey? It's oh, the honey, the honey. Whiskey. <laughs> honey whiskey. It's five o'clock here. Yes. That's true. <laughs> Not somewhere here. As you here. can see, this is why we record at five all the time. <laughs> um, 
And you know, we kind of had to say, I had to go like, okay, if you can find whatever opportunity it is, you would make you feel like fulfilled, like, you know, find something that you want to do. Cause mm -hmm. you know, it was like job application after job application. And, and, and that was in Houston. Like, In Laredo, it's like 10, 15 times worse, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he ended up in, in New York. He found this really great uh, fellowship opportunity. Ooh. He found a, a touring company Ooh. that he danced folklorico with. Um, he, like, you know, hopes to still be able to do that at some point when when the panini is finally over. Yeah. The panini. Uh, the panini. I mean, <laughs> we got to line it up or try to, you know. Yeah. I mean, we've been trying so far. I yeah. think our government gave up already. I think we, I, maybe we've they, lightened they it up too press, much. They put, a press, <laughs> they put a press conference, which basically like summed up to like, like get vaccinated or not. We don't care at this point. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, true. Because at this point, anyone who's like, At the hospital right now, like a good 95 to 90, 99%, like you're literally dying because you're not vaccinated yes, at this point. So please, it's kind of like... Please get vaccinated, y'all. And please get your boosters. I don't know how many how many people, um, including myself, you know, uh, how many people I know that, oh, I was about to get my booster and I got COVID. Yep, así pasa. Mm -hmm. Eso te pasa. Like, yes. it's, I feel like that's like my grandma ready. telling me like... What? We locked out and shit. We were really scared because we had a wedding... And we oh went to what, Bryan, Texas, of all places, too. So it's very, like, for lack of a better phrase, it's pretty conservative and stuff. Anytime we talked about it, people were just like, why the fuck are you talking about mm -hmm. it? Um, but for the most part, as far as what we knew, most of the family was, like, vaccinated. So we were kind of comfortable with it. It was pretty good and nice. Um, and that's when we found out, coming back to Laredo, we we're like, actually, like, we look at the calendar, we're like, this is around the time we should actually be getting our booster right now, because it's mm. been six months mm -hmm. after our last one. And we were, like, super scared, because we just came back from, like, traveling. We're just like, damn it, like, que pasa si, you know, if yeah, we get it, you yeah. know? Uh, but luckily, nothing happened. Oh, we good. waited, and we're like, all right, we got to schedule this shit, like, real good. quick. yeah, and yeah. And we got it. No, yeah, I literally, we had to miss our appointments because I for sure had it and um, Mario was like exhibiting sy symptoms. So for l a lot less than me, um, it caught me, it caught me at year, yeah, going into year three, but two years later, because um, we were in New York mm -hmm. in January 2020. Oh, yeah, when it hit, yeah. And we got sick, we got sick Damn. and, oh. you know, you would go to the clinic. The and Mega Center. You would get like a flu test. Oh, yeah. it's not the flu. Oh, maybe it's like, it could be like bronchitis. It could be like laryngitis. Like, you know, all the itises. Mm -hmm. uh, but no testing. So like, I mean, no way of They knowing, know. you know, but so Damn. scary. And, and yeah, so that's how we ended up in New York. Thank you, Mario. <laughs> Freaking Mario. Uh, I, I went and I, again, he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> it's moral of the story. Don't trust Mario. <laughs> Don't get married. Don't get married. Stay an independent woman. <laughs> Avoid Mario's. <laughs> Any Mario's? Any Mario's. <laughs> Show up on the street. No, no, no. We love Mario's. We, we, no, we stand I mean, Mario's here. I love I love Mario. I wouldn't be married if I didn't love Mario. Uh, no, New York was crazy. It was so different from anything. Again, I, I never grew up thinking, uh, I'm going to go live in New York. You know? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. That was not my train of thought at all. Um, but it was just... I mean, like, it's everything that you think it is fast-paced, you know. I can imagine. Um, I've seen, like, a couple of friends go there and seen their stories, and it's just super busy. Yeah. And then the nightlife is insane to see it happen. And I'm just like, like really, I can't even think about it here, because here, like, 
I love the peace and quiet that we have, especially our neighborhood. Yeah. Love it because it's like little to no, nothing like happening. But over there, I'm assuming it's like chingazos like everywhere. And well, just- and it, it, it's actually funny that you mentioned the quiet because when we, we moved back at the onset of the pandemic, right, we kind of had this moment that was like, it's now or never. Like, Either stay somewhere where it's like extreme yeah. or go and, somewhere more quiet. And there have quiet. been like 20,000 deaths like into week Jesus one Christ. and a half, you know. Um, and like, I mean, I'm the oldest of nine. I don't think I mentioned that. Um, and, but so for me, you know, family was always like super top of mind and thinking mm-hmm. like, if anything were to happen, I need to be there, you know, and we need to be there. And so we agreed. And one of the things that I remember was the biggest adjustment for me was I missed the noise. But then when oh, I got used like to like yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, <laughs> like, that I understand like, for sure. Yeah, it's like um, when when I was in New York, we went to to this show, um, to a dance show, and this girl she she put like a piece together. She she was uh, Colombiana, right? Same. But lived in New York, and uh, she put this like piece together that was like a like a cumbia, right? Like a son, mm-hmm. uh, but it was made up of like New York sounds. Ooh. So it was, yeah. So it was like. You know, like she she had like the the son beat, but then you could hear the subway and you could hear like people talking and like cars honking. Yo, that's cool. And like that's and that's what I miss like in Laredo, you know. Yeah. But like here you have like you have the waves. You have like you you know when it's Friday and Saturday and Sunday because you smell it in the air. You see the yes, smoke. You see the smoke. <laughs> There's a haze in the air. You hear like off in the distance like. In mesquite. Yeah, you hear all. You the, smell the mesquite. La música de los vecinos. You smell the mesquite burning. But then it's like you know quiet and tranquil and mm-hmm. and in my head I think I still always heard like the subway and like yeah. people walking and like honking and. I can you know, see that. I finally yeah. turned it off and I'm like, okay, I'm home. <laughs> I'm home again. But, you know, it was a great experience to be able to teach in New York, mm-hmm. um, to continue to do community organizing. So I was able to do some cool stuff. You know, we, we fought against the school to prison pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, students were being overly suspended in New York City. Yeah, that was telling me that. And I read into it a little bit more after she mentioned it. It was insane that they even had a rule like that. It's so fucking stupid. Wait, Just what a, rule? F- a few tardies gets you suspended and shit. Like, how many times have I gotten like to class late? Because one, our schools are fucking packed. That's one thing. But yeah. but like in their case, it's like maybe it's their tardy because they don't have proper, you know, commute. Yeah, that's when you, know? you that's when you counsel a child. Not, mm-hmm. not, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that, and that's right the thing that was happening over there. And then yeah. literally like a few that's tardies came. And just like suspend you from school. Yeah. And your fucking education gets not only hindered or let alone like just like completely stopped. Yeah. Because you just see it as a moment of like, okay, then I'm just going to do the best thing for me and just try to make money wherever the fuck I can. Yeah. Which can lead to multiple routes. And yeah. And create David Dobrik. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> <I'm kidding>. Sorry. <laughs> no tweens. No, no tweens on my oh, podcast. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no, but that, that uh, suspension policies and like, um, Exclusionary discipline, you know, it it's a it's a big problem in schools, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Where like you said, uh, Nora, like when a student is struggling, like you counsel them, you mm-hmm. you try to figure out what is wrong, right? What is what outside of the four walls of this classroom is impacting this student yep. in mm-hmm. the four walls of their classroom, right? There's this misconception that when students walk into a school building, like their lives are le- left outside, and that's not the case, you know, no. like. 
you come in and like your home life, whatever it is that's going on, you bring it in with you. Yeah. And and if it's not, if, you, if a student's not supported, then how can they learn? True. Right. Um, yeah. If they're not able to to be in a supportive environment, and Preach. so. So we, New York <laughs> City. snaps here. <laughs> you don't have a button for that? <laughs> have a cheer one. <laughs> yes, Tanya. <laughs> Preach, Tanya. <laughs> uh, no, but in New York City, we have uh, mayoral control. So you know how here we have school boards, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, over there, because it's such a large, it's the largest school district in the country, right? Um, it It makes it harder, I guess, to have a system like that. So they give all the control to the mayor. Mm-hmm. And the mayor, um, who who gets like four year terms, two terms max, um, he had not not just him specifically, but like a line of mayors hadn't updated the discipline code in yeah. thirty years. Jesus, that's like stupid. But that's the thing. Like that's you, stupid. you would assume they're like competent enough to not to say they're not right, but like it takes a lot to like run a whole fucking city to begin with. But that's why you like you, you dedicate people. Yeah, people dedicated for yeah, that type of that. stuff. So putting it like mayor, mayorally is like it's too much because they are too busy doing mm-hmm. other things. And that's why you have someone specifically and mm-hmm. dedicated to education itself. Yeah. And that's where you should listen like to the experts. Right. Which, True. in my opinion, teachers are the experts. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones that are in the classroom. They're, they're with so. the kids the longest. Right. Yep. And so I saw like, you know, the different ways that education policy was being written by these men mm-hmm. that had never set foot in a classroom, you know, and that's yeah. what that's what drove me to doing community organizing and trying to fight against uh, policies, right, that I saw were inflicting harm in my own children, right, in my students and, yeah. and in their communities. Um, but, you know, now here we are. And then I get back to Laredo and we're fighting against the border wall, right? Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that in the middle of a pandemic, you know, yeah. a community is coming together and organizing, which like I didn't need, like, let's go back a little bit. I didn't know what organizing was in 2015, you know, yeah. until I was in that room and I was like, what? Like, this is our history and like we've, we're not told <laughs> about it. That doesn't make sense. But I'll see, let's go ahead and let's say that we're going to ban critical race theory, whatever that means yeah, nowadays. Buzzwords and all that shit. Yeah. And it's like, like, do they really even know what it means? And is it really even a topic? Because if you really look at the phrase itself, even like through a Google search or something, it was never a thing until yeah. it was brought up as a buzzword. Mm-hmm. And then it spiked into like searches and stuff, what it might be. Because first of all, it's literally nothing. Like right. It's something that it, it's a, it's a it's something in the sense of like it's actually just part of education. Mm-hmm. You need to learn like what it is. For multiple reasons, not to uh, demonize a specific group of people, but to literally just learn, like, don't do this. That's yeah. all it comes down to. Like, we've been like this. This is our dark past. We learned from it, though. Yeah. We moved on from it. History can repeat itself. Yeah. As Good. It, I mean, it still the pandemic, is. Too. The pan- yeah, this pandemic. Yeah. Didn't we have a pandemic 100 years ago? Almost yeah. like to uh, date. Fucking, uh, what the hell is it called? Was it the Spanish flu? I think so. But our, last time I checked, we sorted that shit out immediately. Because the president <laughs> was like, y'all are getting vaccinated. And it was forced immunization and stuff like that. Like people, cops will literally go to your, oh my God. to your door and sit you down and be like, you need to do this. They're like, I'll take it's the fine. That You're that not going to get the fine. Yeah. It's crazy I mean, that that even needs to be done. But the thing is, it's like some people are just like flat out stupid. 
And people need like pe- there's like there's that's why there's groups in government for things like this. That's why there's groups of scientists out there to study yeah, this we need to, because we we're need like to too busy doing our own jobs yeah, yeah. <laughs> to I survive mean, on a real level on a real note though yeah we are too busy just struggling to get by yeah. right and we need to trust the science and i mean it, it sucks when people only see what they want to see mm-hmm. right but oh man maybe we should get off the topic of the pandemic now i'm here thinking like when is it really going to be over <laughs> i hope Hope so soon. Yeah. Hope so. No, no, but in, in all seriousness, though, yeah. I mean, the the most we can do is wear our masks. For now. Get our vaccines and our boosters and just take care of each other. Mm-hmm. As much as we can. Um, but we were talking about um, you being in New York. You came yeah. back here for the border wall, which Val also told me that you were, like, one of the ones that was, like, uh, I guess you can say leading it. For I, the most I part. was I was a I was a co lead organizer. Uh, it wasn't me alone. I didn't. <laughs> of course, there's. I didn't people. stop the border wall. <laughs> I would love to take that credit, but it wasn't just me. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> no, yeah. In 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 all honesty, it was it was a community effort, you know, and uh, it took a lot of people. It took many different tactics and ways, right? Like you had to have a political strategy, a legal strategy. Mm-hmm. A grassroots organizing strategy to say, uh, "Hell no, not on, not on my watch, not right here, right now." True. Um, which is crazy because there's virtually, um, you know, there, there's a border wall in most of the border, right up and down, yeah. uh, and Laredo is going down in history, right, as one of the few sectors that doesn't have a border wall, and I think that's yeah. super cool. Like that's that's. And it's insane because we have a couple. Because um, I worked in a production crew for like a show here once, for like the about the border, CPS and stuff like that. And some of the people who came from California were asking me questions. They're like, "So how crazy is it here?" I'm like, "Bro, it's not crazy. What do you mean? Like, there's no one running down the street, like saying like toy narco or anything like that. Calm down, dude. Like." Like okay. the most you're gonna see is like maybe like a random dog in the street doing its thing. No, but I, also let's talk about that. Let's talk about the way that we're portrayed. Exactly. In the media, on like you know pop culture, it's like they're always talking about us. But when there's are they talking war to going us? On. There's we're, a war. There's war fighting. Torn. Exactly. Yeah. Oh we. we it's like the border is not. We're not animals, y'all. Like the border's not a zoo. We we don't. Uh, yes, and we, like you said, there's literally no border here, and there's nothing happening. Like, right. like it's a good example as to like how, like how blown out of proportion mm-hmm. some people like fucking like talk about our city and shit. And it's mm-hmm. so insane to me. I'm just like, dude, like we could be doing this podcast by the river. Yeah, and nothing Ooh, would happen. Nice water, <laughs> <laughs> nice water <laughs> ASMR. We'll just put the microphone <laughs> in the water. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't, I don't get why they want to paint it that way. I think it's just like it feeds their propaganda, it feeds their agenda. Yeah, yeah and that's really 100%. All, it, all it is. Because people don't, people who like vote on issues like this for the most part, like, aren't from here. Yeah, and then, exactly. And, and they, they think just they're making hear, the educated, educated answer, and they're not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally a hypothesis in their mind. Yeah, yeah. Without like, studying and, and learning about it. And like talking to us, right? Like, what mm-hmm. do we care about? Because mm-hmm. that's that's all that matters at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Like, what we perceive to be our challenges and opportunities, and yeah, living in our truths. Mm-hmm. It's insane, man. Because it's like 
it's weird that you can come up with these conclusions and you haven't even lived here Mm -hmm. for like at least maybe a week or two. Mm -hmm. Even though it takes more than a week or two, like to get the full experience, in my opinion. Like, me, like, me, at least a good friend with like 20 primos. <laughs> yes, back to back. Yo, you got the views con la raza. Fucking, uh, the people from California, like, got their first experience with Carnesa when we went to, uh, to the Falcon Bank House or whatever when we had the little barbecue. Oh, right. So, someone, like, was yeah. super, someone was like, uh, from there was super <laughs> white and they're like, yeah, I brought hot dogs and they were doing mm. their thing. And then someone else came over. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you can put them on a site, but we're gonna, we have like brisket here. We have everything. And Por lo menos salchicha. Maybe, right? But no, 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 no those they, were, Franks. they were just the, Frankfurts. No, those, the food salchichas are good. Yes. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay, now y'all are making me think about Mexican hot dogs. Oh, like, yes, that's a different story. Yeah, that's a whole different story. So we ended up, we ended up basically making Mexican hot dogs. So it was really nice. Someone brought bacon, so we just like wrapped them up real quick. Oh, good. So good. You, you cultured them. Thank right? you. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good, though. It was really nice. It, the whole crew was very great. Um, very. I mean, they're from California, right? Yeah. Luckily, like a good part of California that like isn't too much assholes right oh my god (laughs) well you know you know what you're making me think of you're making me think of um back to like the no border wall coalition um i don't know if like most people know this maybe like we we need to do uh, a better job of like speaking to it but we actually had a lot of native allies in in this like most recent fight and like the organizing effort where like uh, we had, uh, you know, people from the L- Lakota tribes and mm-hmm. the Tohono yeah, Odom, um, okay. Standing Rock, you know, and um, and it's because at the end of the day, right, like the wall, the fight against the wall also is a fight over land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who is still facing, you know, um, yes. just like the taking of land that's not yours to take mm-hmm. is our, our native allies right yep. like I mean we, we're still seeing it right now and um, <clears throat> you know here in Texas the Carrizo Come Crudo tribe they do a really awesome I mean they, they just like when, when it comes to issues about pipelines you know and um, anything that has to do with like environmental, mm-hmm. they are the group to follow. So, and they're actually on Instagram. So, if you want to look at really? the Carrizo Come Crudo uh, of Texas, you can follow them on Instagram. And um, they're always taking donations. So, also like a good opportunity to support a good cause. And um, man, I wish we could. I could go on and on um, about decolonization, but I don't think a lot of us are ready for that conversation, unfortunately. We touched yeah. base on it uh, a little bit with Jenny's episode, just a little bit, but mainly patriarchy stuff. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, that is a whole, whole like Pandora's box on its own yeah. and stuff. Um, which I, I kind of do want to get someone to like who specializes in that to come and talk that about would it because awesome. that'd be a huge episode. Honestly. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole border wall was like crazy, and it's 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 insane how like it did bring a lot of people together, and I did mm-hmm. see that. But of course, you got people who also split it. And they did their own little rival mural on the other side. Oh, mind you, Jesus. it was blue, and it kind of just blended in with the black. Like they don't know color theory enough, but I mean, they tried. Oh my god! <laughs> they and then, tried. And now we can't have nice things. Like now, mm-hmm. 
uh, the city after that, um, you know, they didn't want to deal with like. I guess any Broncas of it, you know, stuff, so yeah. they said, okay, no more murals. And I'm like, damn it. Like, well, we could have had a good thing, you know, well, like those kind of murals. Oh, they're, okay. they're so like, like public art. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So like, um, Tony Briones, he is one of the, um, artivists, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, for the No Border Was Wall the Coalition. One that did it? No. Oh, well. He he had a he had a part in it. Yeah, it took a it's team such effort. A good, it took a team. I fucking missed out so hard on getting a t-shirt of it. Oh, it's no. so good. I just love that color, like not the even yellow. A, not even a t-shirt, but participating and helping me. Like, well, I it. I did some photo work for it a little bit That's true. when I got to when I got a chance just to be there just to like give some photos out for people and stuff. I like can that. see about getting a t-shirt. <gasps> yeah. Yes, please. Two, please. Two. Okay, I'm, I'm chunky. I'm large. large. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna expose you like that, but you did it, it is yourself. What it is, dude. We love to eat. I, you know, this entire Somos pandemic. Somos que? La raza. La, yeah, yeah, I mean, we need our carne. We yeah. do. No, but on a real note, though, this entire pandemic, I've been like, what size are you? Mm, medium. Medium. Mm, large. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, yeah, it's been a hassle, bro. Yeah. It's been a fucking hassle. Two Pero years. Mono, I'm living life good. Yeah. Comiendo mi comida. That's. Yeah. A, I mean, life is too short, right? Mm-hmm. But also. But it shortens if you. <laughs> it's shorter. <laughs> it's shorter if you don't take care of yourself. I'm okay. here for a good time. Of not all, a long time. Yes. Yes, but also. I know maybe Kevin is onto something. (laughs) Of all the things that Laredo has been called, we recently were designated one of the fattest cities in America. Makes sense. Chingos de carne, chingos de carne, undiagnosed uh, moments of just diabetes and shit. And we're uh, predisposition for it. Predisposed. There you go. Um, which is insane to me because that that part gets me worried all the time. Because yeah. I, the moment I get like tingly little like feelings oh my on my fingertips, I'm like, oh, I better that's how I was feeling today. I'm like, oh my bro, god, my circulation. I need to go for a walk or something. Yeah. No, but on a transitioning into other topics, you know, I I don't know. I mean, for both of you. I don't know if you have health insurance or if you no, go no. to Mexico for. I'm part of the. I'm part care. of the. I'm the, per, uh, the percentage of Americans that don't have that. Yeah, it's pretty it's high. Expensive. It's a high percentage. Well, here in Laredo, twenty-seven um, percent of people between the ages of eighteen and sixty-five don't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also in that percentage because I I voluntarily quit my full-time job so that I could run this campaign. Right? Oh yes. Sticking it to the man. Sticking it to the man, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Um, Because I can stick it to the man until he comes for my student loan payment. (laughs) Hey, hey, he promised us something. We got to hold him to it. I mean, he also promised 15 an hour. Hey, I will also hold him to that. We're going to get there, guys. We're going to get there. Trust me. Or I I know trust is a loaded word. And when you think about like government, we have very few reasons to trust it. I'm fully aware of all of that, you yep. know, and I'm I'm running not as a politician, but as someone that has been impacted by the system, right, mm-hmm. in more ways than one. Um, and healthcare is just a big uh, one. A, big one. I, a lot of, I think, like something that we don't talk about enough too is how COVID deaths at the border are four times higher than like, you know, inner urban white America. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
mainly population and just the <clears throat> fact that we're literally connected in in a gateway, technically going in and out, in and out, import yeah. exports. It is it's it's something that a lot of people point out and stuff, and like this is the reason why and they're like, no, that's not the reason why. And they start demonizing just Mexicans in this case. And it's like, bro. You guys are animals. Yeah, like uh, basically. They're unvaccinated <laughs> yeah, people I coming mean, in. It's like, no, dude. Yeah. Half the time most of the people like coming over here are vaccinated, to yes. be honest. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're doing their part, but we're not doing shit. And it's like mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, in Mexico, um my Mario went on a on a trip. He was supposed to perform over there. Mm-hmm. Um and then this was right before Delta. Ooh. So okay, then so it got like cancelled. Middle twenty twenty? Mm-hmm. No. Uh or late yeah. twenty twenty. I don't no say everything's the same now. <laughs> it's all blur. It's, it's all blur. It's all blur COVID inside dream. my apartment. <laughs> oh my but now I really wanna know. I'm like yeah, he went to he ended up like still going on the trip, right? They had mm-hmm. to cancel the whole festival and everything and the oh, performance. But one thing that he told me that they do over there is you walk into like any public place and like for example like that mat right there, mm-hmm. right? Like it would have like a they spray like a solution at Ooh. the bottom of it and you're supposed to like scuff oh, your shoes yeah, on it. Yeah, they have the they have it at the at laps that little solution rug with little oh, yeah. little, I mean, little rug. For them, it's trinkles. probably just to keep clean. No, but that's what it is. Though. Ooh, it's like yeah. disinfected. I should though. get something like that for my puppy because she's messy. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the main reason why too. Not well, only no, that, it's because you also like you're walking yes. into yes. somewhere where you can like spread disease mm. either through animal droppings mm. or in this case, mm. just COVID in general. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, but yeah, but back to the way that like Mexico has um, had it rough, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. has done what they could. And then you have the United States over here hoarding vaccines, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the patents and all that. Like and in Florida. And just, you know, <laughs> we, we could be doing more to help um, more vulnerable, right? Like economically vulnerable populations around the world get access to vaccines, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe we wouldn't be here right now. Pero yeah. pues aquí estamos, ¿verdad? And now we need to figure out a way forward. And with healthcare, for me, um, like, yes, we all need insurance, but also... We need to be able to go get treatment. Yes. That, you know, once we have that insurance, then what? So mm-hmm. we don't have a pediatric ICU in Laredo. Oh. We don't mm-hmm. have um, a major emergency trauma response center, right? So, like, when you hear people being oh, airlifted yes. all yes. the time, it's like, todas las noticias, ¿verdad? I mm-hmm. wonder, like, yeah. if we didn't have to be airlifted, like, uh, KGNS and Telemundo and Televisa <laughs> would all have to <laughs> do more to report on other stuff because most of the reporting is like oh like such and such accident mm-hmm. airlifted to San Antonio airlifted to Corpus Christi right and yeah. so we don't have that infrastructure that healthcare infrastructure which also goes back to the workforce right like we yeah. want to we want to learn more like doctors and mm-hmm. nurses and that are homegrown right because I think how many times do we not hear of people like going away for med school and they don't come back? Yeah. Right? Because they they don't as don't have as much opportunities here. Or if they do and they want to bring something new, the funding's not there. Because mm-hmm. there's boards also like in the medical field that say we don't need anything of that right now. But in reality, we kind of do. Like yeah. we need to have like a full range of like stuff that we need. It's just there's sometimes not a need for it. Right? In yeah. air quotes for those who can't see me. Well... <laughs> And and yeah, I, I think you could hear air quotes. <laughs> like if you if I close my eyes and you say that again, I'm like, oh yeah, he's definitely oh, yeah. doing air, air quotes. quotes. I can hear it in the when he goes. When he Wait, goes. it's such a it's such a shame though. It's like <laughs> it's such a shame. It's just like, oh, yeah. um, 
because it's like it's there. The need is there. It's always been there. And mm-hmm. and not to like completely say that they're not doing enough because they sometimes do. We've gone in new ER locations and stuff, which is great. It's one step, and well, I'm not gonna downplay like, that shit. Eh? There's like little like first stops that they're not ERs. No, yeah, but I mean it's something. But, though, it but it's a good step mm-hmm. forward, but it's not the full step that we need. Right. Where it's just like a little like putting your toe in front, but it's not your whole foot. Yes. <laughs> you need to go a little bit more. Yeah, yes. it's like you can go. Um, if you're hurt, you can go get a Band-Aid here. But if you're like bleeding your brains out, uh, you probably... You go somewhere else. Get you still need to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get it. Vámonos. Otro lugar. No, and, and on, to your point about need, Kevin, and like the different services, mm-hmm. different comorbidities that were... You know, we are predisposed to... Porque nos encanta la carne asada. And I know we were just talking about this. And I know I just said live your best life. But now I'm like... Por eso tenemos esto y lo demás and diabetes yeah. and bad circulation, right? Like, uh, I love tacos. <laughs> I love tacos so much, but I also don't like insulin being shot into me mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. I no, want yeah. That. I don't want to prick my finger every single time. Yeah. I don't want to worry about whether or not, like, I need to eat a certain amount of sugar. And I don't yeah. want to taste that shitty bread <laughs> that my grandpa used to eat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stale, bro. I, was, I hate oh, that bread. No flavor. Yeah, yeah I no. think it was gluten-free. No. It, the bread was just... The like bread sugar, was just no so sugar. thick, no sugar. I mean, because our bread has fucked on a sugar, bro. Yeah, but that's yeah, a yeah, different story. Yeah. That's a whole sugar uh, fiasco in in this in the states. Sugar gate. Sugar gate. <laughs> <laughs> just call everything gate. All the gates. All the gates, All man. Gates. But yeah, it's just like that type of bread was nasty. It was mm-hmm. just a brick, a brick of just grain, yeah. and that's it. And that's all he would eat. And I'm just like, man, that sucks, dude. Yeah. And. No, but then we also need, um, you know, preventative care. So yes. like one, uh, one, you know, como se dice, uh, one policy that was being proposed with the Build Back Better agenda, right, with this like Biden budget was to lower the age of eligibility for Medicare, right? Yes. Which like right now it's mm-hmm. like you I don't know, I kind of feel like if nothing changes, I'm gonna be like eager to turn sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um and it shouldn't be that way because how many of our parents don't get the preventative care that they could be getting mm-hmm. porque no hay dinero, porque está muy caro, and because mm-hmm. you're not sixty five yet. Right. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. lowering that age to sixty, fifty five even, you know, I think would help us in the long run to increase our, our life expectancy. Pero para acabarla de variar ahorita en, en Rado, you know, we're also seeing the new issue of ethylene oxide in the air. Have you all heard about yes, that? Yes, I did read that. Wait, what? <laughs> no, like, I was like, poor, what? <laughs> like poor air quality? Yeah, yes. yes. Okay, wait, like, wait, wait, very bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> extremely cancerous bad. Yeah. It's now. No, yeah, yeah. I love it here. Come to Laredo. Come to Laredo. Oh, but really come to Laredo. (laughs) Help us. Come for the tacos. I saw, okay, speaking of that, on that point, um, I saw a TikTok where it was like, I found that the way to get the best like breakfast tacos in Austin. Mm. And then someone said, come to San Antonio. And I was like, no, 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 no. I should add to that and be like, no, no, no. Come to Laredo. Sweaty. San Antonio is good, but it's not the best. San Antonio is pretty hit or miss. Anyways, yeah, yeah. we love our we love our fight. San Antonio no, this listeners. Is a, this is an important conversation, <laughs> yes. and we do love our San Antonio. Yes, listeners. we do. Vote for Tanya on exactly. March first. 
<laughs> no, we'll but, send up Laredo tacos. <laughs> Laredo we'll taco you, company. We'll send you some good tortillas. Tacos everywhere. Laredo taco company. Yeah. Shout out to them, dude. Some They're Laredo. really good. They're Shout out. In. They're all the way to San Marcos now. Mm-hmm. Corpus Christi. Yes. Like. Yeah, those tortillas. I think I would have died if I didn't have like a good taco in Corpus when we went last time. It was just like, we need breakfast. And then the only thing that was there <laughs> was literally either super sweet bakery shit, McDonald's or... And then we saw stripes. We're like, oh, tacos, dude. <laughs> Boom. So that perfect little morning. green circle. Yes, dude. And I was like, star. oh, I know what yes, that is. Oh, no, it's yes. a star. It's you're a star. right. You're right. There is nothing more disappointing than seeing a stripes and it's no not tacos. having a Laredo taco company. Yeah. It's yeah. a shame. It's a damn it shame. Is. But anyway, how do we get to tacos? Diabetes. Oh, <laughs> my God. And then... And then Ethylene oh, oxide. Yes, yes, yes. Ethylene oxide. Okay. <laughs> I feel like this, this episode needs to be called something like tacos, border wall, panini. Panini. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, two out of the three are food related. Porque somos comelones. Somos comelones. Back to the ethylene oxide. I haven't heard of this at all. Okay, no? so. It's been like, going on for a while. Dude. One friend mentioned it, but I also like, I don't keep informed i'm one of those and that's so. and you know that's that's normal that's mm-hmm. most of us yeah. that are like again I we're trying to only go life. throughout our lives yeah. trying trying to trabajo, come home not try to not go you know crazy Into in your, your own head space. and yeah. <laughs> because you know a, a, a clean home is a you know a happy mind a peaceful mind but anyway mm-hmm. on ethylene oxide um uh we have had a medical device sterilization plant in Laredo since 2006 which ironically is uh, kind of coincides a little bit with how long uh, Congressman Henry Cuellar has been our congressman yes right since 2004 um, and this plant sterilizes medical devices and I might have already said that I'm sorry it's ironic it's ironic that in a city that is so medically neglected and underserved that we are getting medical equipment shipped to Laredo for sterilization, right? To, mm-hmm. to clean it, to make it uh, usable yeah. for for Everyone medical else. medical facilities all across the country. Yes. And in turn, ethylene oxide, which is a carcinogen, and it was labeled a, a major carcinogen in 2016, but even before that, it was always a potential carcinogen, yeah. right? So the, the research was there that showed this chemical is potentially very dangerous, right? And uh, life-threatening. And it didn't get, like, the official... Uh, Title ¿cómo se dice eso? Like the, it didn't get labeled label. as such mm-hmm. until 2016. And so the Laredo Cleaner Coalition has been working over the last year or so, right, to to organize yeah. <laughs> right because we're organizers almost yes. chingones we're fighting back yes. we're not we want people to come to Laredo not run away from it um, and so they've been working to figure out how do we either like regulate um, the air quality better right we don't have a yearly air quality review in Laredo um, what are the steps that we need to take to make sure that uh, the Texas Commission for Environmental Quality mm-hmm. is is no longer like enabling or facilitating right um, Midwest sterilization mm-hmm. to stay in town and to stay emitting 
the amounts of ethylene oxide that it is. So this factory runs 24-7. And, and it's been going for years. And it's been happening for years. years. And, you know, it's the perfect example of how corporations and profit are put above people's lives. Yes. Right? So don't even just think about the workers that I don't know how much are they get paid, exposed. but they can't be getting paid that, you know? Uh -huh. And we all know we we know what the what the median income is around here. It is not fifteen an hour, girl. <laughs> We're trying sure. to get there. That's for sure. <laughs> um But we wanna go there. <laughs> we wanna go there. Uh but yeah, not just the workers that are being exposed, but aparte de eso, like within five miles of where Midwest is um that there's like a map that shows basically like red orange yellow right and yeah. the red zone is within five miles oh, of housing. the plant uh -huh. so anyone that lives there works there goes to school there and why i say goes to school there is because ethylene oxide attaches to your dna and it creates like the genetic mutations for cancer right or it has the potential to and that is more likely to happen as you are a child and your body is developing than as an adult. Goddamn. That's harsh. It's yeah. it's harsh. It's it's and it's we have seventy thousand school children in Laredo. Yeah. Forty percent of them go to school within like that this radius yeah. that is the, the the highest exposure, right? Where like the rate of exposure is eighteen times higher than anywhere else in the country. And Laredo has one of the highest demographics, one of the highest census demographics in the country for exposure to cancer because of this ethylene oxide emission that is being used in this plant. Yeah. That's crazy. When that shit came out, it blew my mind because at this point I was just like, there's so much good that you can say about Laredo mm -hmm. being one of the top import export places. Mm -hmm. It's one of the top nice little diversities in the sense of like what brings people in here. Yeah. Right? And then there's horrible shit like this cancerous stuff. And then there's supposedly crime in here that's really bad, even though it's like being completely We're mislabeled. We have a whole war over here, apparently. Yeah, we have a war across the border and shit, or on the border. You know what war we're having? Who has the best tacos? That's yeah, dude, that's, <laughs> a, that's, the main, that's the main. That's the main war, war there. Okay. Uh, okay, sorry. Anyways, that, <laughs> was like, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. But uh, yeah, honestly, it's just like it yeah. blew my mind when that shit happened because it's just like because. One week or two weeks, you're having like this nice conversation of what Laredo's bringing new to the table, and it's good. And then this shit pops up, mm -hmm. and it's it's just like Jesus Christ! Like you solve one thing, or you bring something new that would make Laredo flourish, and then you find out something else, and it's just like chinga. It, Otra cosa que that, that, that saying, si no es Juan es Pedro. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that shit's like super yeah. gnarly and. You know, but no, there, no. there are things we can do, right? So um, the organizer and me is going to call, make a call for everyone to join the Laredo Clean Air Coalition um, at Clean Air Laredo, I think is their, their Instagram. I'll need to double check that. And then we we'll, can, we can we'll, tag we'll put it. it. Yeah, we we'll put it in the, in the show um, notes. Just look at the info, yes, follow them. There's a petition that everyone should sign. And, you know... Um, when I get to Congress, I am going to join the committee that regulates air quality so that we can have that air quality review um, and have the hard data that proves like Midwest either has to change their ways or has to go because 
n- there is no justifying the just risk the, of losing lives. Get the fuck lives. out of Laredo, bro. <laughs> just, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you can they, stay here. Just don't fucking like do it 100% all your job here. Like maybe have a different location too. Or, you load. know, like use a different chemical because there are, yeah, the EPA yeah. is, um, and you can like Moving look all this stuff up. The EPA is actually helping a few companies. Um, they're targeting, uh, they're launching um, like pilot programs to try out different methods of medical device sterilization mm-hmm. so that it, we're not relying on ethylene oxide. Yeah. And, you know, then the problem goes away. Like, ETO doesn't linger in the air, which is good. But the fact that we're using it 24-7 is exposing us in turn 24-7. Yeah. Mm. But there are things we can do and we're going to do them, right? And I can already see talking points being exactly that. It doesn't stay too long in the air, but it's like, but you're running it 24-7, bro. Like, what do you mean? Well, because, yeah, because, you know, they, they Midwest runs ads on the paper and on social media and they're trying to diminish the harm and it's like a la gente no la vas a hacer mensa you know yeah. like we know under the rug. <laughs> like once we know we know and uh-huh. there's no going back and the main thing we gotta push is not only because we care about our family right uh, as much as we do care of our, of our like um grandparents and our parents and stuff the main issue is specifically besides all them the kids Children. dude the kids mm-hmm. bro like you're like literally pre uh pre-exposing them to this fucking harmful thing and that's just that's not good man like yeah. it's it's sad to think that they have a a fucking huge chance of like getting that at mm-hmm. this point now mm-hmm. and there's um, nothing you can do you can't shut the door you can't i mean i guess maybe you could drink different water i don't i don't know how that works it's, that's it's a, soluble in water would, so that's actually yeah and then some stupid ass takes would be to to start countering that would be like let's just move simon dude simon where are we going but the facility doesn't need to be, need to be moved the practice needs to be changed yes because yeah. even if it's moved that's another city's problem then exactly right. and then that's not even well, that that's and, the other and that's the biggest thing that yes. i i hope like people stay with after this conversation right is that laredo is not a sacrifice zone yes. we are not your dumping ground you know like we we're not expendable we're not yeah. disposable like we we deserve to have clean air. Like that is just a basic thing, right? Yeah. We deserve clean, clean air, and water, clean water, clean like air, <laughs> clean water, bro. That's a whole conversation on its own too. Jesus, yep. we're gonna Two need another episode, row, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other episode. I'm gonna get someone from the city, and see if they can expose. I'll I'll tune their voice down or something. <laughs> <laughs> You'll put uh, a little... His uh, name's Deep Throat. That's all it is. <laughs> Hello. That's a terrible name. <laughs> it is a horrible name, but apparently it is since the 70s. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep it. But yeah, oh, man, that whole thing was also a fiasco. Twice, two in a row and shit. It's so stupid. Continuously. Mm-hmm. And then fucking dude in charge gets promoted and it's just like, okay. <laughs> Who I was guess. that? I'm like, what did I say? Um, forgot his name, but he's an asshole. Um... But he got promoted, and it's so insane to me because a lot of memes came out of it to like for us for our own like mentality be like trying to like um, cope with this entire fiasco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just like, okay, cool. It's just like just go and work for the city. 
fuck up the city and you get promoted. Like, cool, all right? That's how it works. I guess that's how it is. No, we have a lot of, um, certainly a lot of cleaning house to do in Laredo. You Lots. know, and mm-hmm. and I think like uh, for me. When you know when you when I go knock on the door and I have a conversation with a voter and the first thing that they say is like, "Pa qué voto? Pa qué voto? De nada sirve mi voto, right?" Yeah. And I, how can you? Um, it's difficult, and we certainly still have to try, right? But it's hard to tell people like, "Yeah, no, that's no, like that's not it." When we yeah. know that they have reasons to be so apathetic, right? Yeah. Like, it's hard to trust. A government and a system that, that isn't working listen. for you that yes. doesn't listen, right? Yes. And and it's so exasperating because um, it's what we have to live with and deal with. And you mm-hmm. can't like you can't take yourself out of the system unless you like start a commune. <laughs> 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 so you have to you you you're impacted by it all the time, right? In many mm-hmm. different ways, yep. and and like trying to convince people like. But there's hope and there's things we can do and it doesn't have to be this way and it's going to be really damn hard. But like, but we can get you. there. And look but we can you get, and get there. Pues mija, no, no sé. And it's like, <laughs> literally like that. Literally. <laughs> and I'm like, pues yo sé, sir, pero, Echale ganas. but I'm out here en trying. Chingas, <laughs> en chingas, ponte las pilas, Fuck, man. But yeah. And that's actually like a conversation I wanted to have with you because it's like, there's a lot of people who are like discouraged and shit, right? They feel like they've been fucked over and over and over and over again with with the system that we have here. And it sucks, right? It really sucks. But the thing is, like as much as you feel like the main thing you vote on is the national one, that one makes you feel and discourages you a lot when you don't see the person you vote for um, succeed or at least not do anything for you on a national level, level sure. Sometimes it feels like we can't do much, but locally we can do a fuck ton. Locally, it's like where it matters completely because you you fight in the, in the in the roots of it, and then from there you build up to the actual national exactly. side of things. And that's why a lot of people don't see it because one, they're already used to what's locally, and they think that if you hit it from the top, it comes down to the bottom. But it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. People have been taught that that's how it works. That it's supposed to trickle down. Oh my god! But no, Mm-mm. it doesn't work like that. You gotta literally start locally, and then from there, mm-hmm. get the right people. As much as you try to find the right people within the weeds, you gotta find the right folks. Yeah. To like put them in there, aka Tanya, and then, <laughs> and then from there, start working and start hitting shit. Yeah. Uh, as much as you can. No, absolutely. To make things way better. That's it, and I think uh, you know with that. Um, Chihuahuas, like there's so much machismo in mm-hmm. our local government and politics in general, right? Um, and and there's a lot of classism too, right? It's all about the money yeah. and who you know and who they know and all these like classism is one thing, but once you add misogyny to it, it's so insane. <laughs> all that yeah. together at a WBCA parade. Oh Yo, shit, bro! I'll call it. Yeah, no sabíamos tardar. I'm not gonna lie though, I was a little sad that there was no menudo bowl today because today was menudo weather. <laughs> True. But you, I'm, a, I'm out here doing all the local promotion. 
Um, <laughs> support Two Gourds, Pat and Shelly, shout out to y'all. They used to have their food truck at Frontera. Now they're at Slaughter Park. And okay. Yeah. So, you know, go get your menudo, go get your brisket sandwich, go for a walk. Um, support local. But, um, yes, back to like how oh, yeah. entrenched everything is. Mm-hmm. It's just like the discouragement for it. It's insane yeah. to me. And it's just like something that can easily, in my opinion, can easily be fixed by showing them like shit that actually works. Because uh, I can tell you right now, I had a couple of friends who... Um, who I won't call out, right? Because everyone has their own like political opinions and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, of course. When they mentioned that you ran and you popped up first, technically, mm-hmm. you announced your your canon, cadid, candidacy. candidacy. <laughs> and um, and then from there, a week or two afterwards, Jessica Cisneros comes on. Two months afterwards. Two months, my bad. It's a middle. <laughs> She's got the receipts. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then, uh, oh shit, what's the chingam, man? I was kind of mentioning that like like this is a situation and I see it too sometimes Mm -hmm. not all the time but I saw it also as a situation before I got completely informed that it's like one of those like moose party situations same thing that happened with like in 2000 I think it was 16 or some shit that um fucking uh give me this here you're comparing it to 2016 yes so it's basically like the whole moose party situation where you got a democrat you got a republican and then you got an independent party mm-hmm. the independent party party independent party relates so much to the democratic side mm-hmm. that you split that democratic vote mm. thus letting one person the other person win so that's kind of the situation that uh, my friend was kind of bringing up he was saying almost Jessica Cisneros announced it. And then you got this random person, Latanya, like fucking doing her thing. Because he's the one that's going to have like normal fucking votes coming in while the other one gets split in half. It's like, I can see that. And I don't like that either. Right. But the thing is, efforts were made. Efforts were made. Communication was made. Mm-hmm. And and in the end, like like two people ended up just started to run again. Right. And when it could have been something so simple mm-hmm. as like uh, you start running first, you have good uh, a good a good platform to be fucking honest with you. Like everything that you basically stand for is very very good. I love the whole uh, push for the 15 an hour thing. Uh, women's rights, Thank of you. course. Thank you. Pushing Thank that you. shit like cuz every woman has a choice with her body. And the whole education thing too, like pushing that shit as hard as we can cuz like if if we don't have actual kids being taught properly mm-hmm. of how to the be whole truth. <laughs> to be the whole truth yeah and to be one. actually taught how to be proper human beings mm-hmm. how are they not going to like show that once right. they get older and take over for us right and be able to e- fight for their future exactly mm-hmm. so of course there's other stuff that I'm not mentioning right now but in, 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 in legalization of marijuana exactly <laughs> I just want to put that on the record <laughs> we're TM, pushing TM, for TM. only one <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it's just like it's it's a lot of stuff like that that yeah. a lot of people um, that I that I love and support that for uh, for all of us in supporting. And you. I think like all of these concerns are valid, right? Mm-hmm. I think like first of all, um, I never want to discredit anyone's fears, right, mm-hmm. um, or how they perceive a situation to be, because 
we have we have also been taught to operate in that way, right? And to yeah. lead from a place of of being scared and um, and also feeling like there's only so much to go around, right? Like so, for me, it's really um, that argument about like splitting the vote and um, Guayar walking away with the majority. First of all, he could barely hang on to fifty. One percent of the vote last time, <laughs> and true. I mean that's, that's just true. a fact, that, right? And I that think, really had him fucking shaking. Yeah, that, dude, that shit and was insane when I saw it, and the turnout was amazing. <laughs> Her, I, at least from, from my in yeah. my opinion, the well, last time was, was really good. It was good. good, but it was also still like twenty yeah. percent of the vote, you know. So for me, it's also and that, and I'm not, I'm not putting that on anyone. That's just like a whole Democratic Party mm-hmm. lack of infrastructure, lack of investment that we have. But when we only have 20% of the voters turning out, how can we say that there's only so many votes to go around when yeah. we know that there's 80 more percent votes out there? And and that's where the discouraged ones are. And that's where the ones that are like, my vote doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you can do something about it, bro. Right. And now, I mean, now we have a really different situation at hand right where mm-hmm. like I would have loved for us to leave way out in the dust from the beginning right mm-hmm. we uh, almost wholeheartedly rejected him and another term of him last time and now we have an opportunity to really inspire and motivate and move people to get out yeah and if you're afraid that Mr. Cuellar or were afraid that Mr. Cuellar <laughs> was gonna take the majority of the vote then let's get up and let's go knock on some doors. Let's make some calls. Let's oh, I thought get you were going to say FBI knocked on his door. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I was like, yes. Kevin, <laughs> we're not there yet, Kevin. Let's get it. Let's wait a moment. FBI, open up. We got him, boys. FBI, open up. That knock. That knock. That was like straight out of a movie. Was that a button? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a pro. That was just a sturdy table. Video. Um, like audio. No, but you know what? Like back to like, let, let's get, let's get moving and let's yeah, get let's voters get out. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't have, to, we don't have to uh, have this like self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. And now that we have a different situation where a knock on the door was made, yes. you know, mm-hmm. and I, I'm just going to start out by saying I know that in Laredo we love our chisme but I am not going to speculate on rumors True. right yes. or on what could be happening or could not be happening mm-hmm. porque yo no sé right I think I know what everybody else Better knows to get all involved in and if you if you go down rabbit holes and like start looking at Twitter comments and stuff like that's how rumors start exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's how the chismes get around I'm just going to wait until the report comes out because wait it will for the press because wait for the it press. will come out and some yeah. the truth will come out and um, you know, if, if it's the way that people are thinking, then um, the course that, that this race is going to take yeah. will, will happen. You know, some people have been saying speculating, right? Complete, mm-hmm. complete speculation that, yes, it's something that is very serious and that could actually impact them tremendously. And then there's other people saying that it might have been just uh, competitors like um, basically trolling him, being mm-hmm. a meme that they call the FBI just enough. For them to be like, all right, this fucker's doing something, I guess. Let's double check. So, but then you start seeing other things involving his family, his mm-hmm. wife, and things like that, which again, complete speculation. There's only like certain smart articles that have been like very vague on it because, right. again, it's the FBI. 
They don't want They're anything. They're going to dish everything out all exactly. at once. Exactly. Yep. So it's just like completely just pure government stuff. Um, yeah. It's obviously going to go to the government court. So that it makes it even worse in terms of like us knowing what it is. So you're going to have even more people speculating. Mm -hmm. But as far as things look, it doesn't look good. Right. And which could give definitely a very nice advantage to both of you right and what i think like my focus is now is making sure that people don't get um turned off from going and voting right like mm -hmm. now more than ever is your good, vote yeah. has the ability to impact the future of this district right and for anyone that had been thinking oh um tanya's gonna split the vote uh between her and jessica um I mean, if you really think that, then you're not giving people credit because yeah. I think that people know what's best for them. People have, uh, they don't have to pick between the lesser of two evils. They have two good choices that True. they can, um, it is our job to help uh, educate on the issues and on the candidates. And that's what democracy and That's what is democracy what is. is about. And that is what um, is hard work and we're missing and we need it. But if we try to take an easy route and not do the, the legwork that it takes, then we're not doing our due diligence, right? So that people feel confident and prepared in going to the polls and bubbling in a name. Yeah. That's the tea right there. <laughs> the, that's the coffee right there. <laughs> no, yeah. That's, it's, it's definitely something that like I really want people to know for sure. Because... The main thing, in my opinion, besides feeling like, no, uh, like I don't like these people on the ballot. No, I don't like so-and-so so person. Or sometimes people just go with the name they know and they mm -hmm. recognize. That's all over the town. Mm -hmm. And it's like all valid. Well, not valid, but all like good points to make that. It's understandable. Most, it's understandable. Mm -hmm. there you go. It's understandable it that those would be the main things that a lot of people gravitate towards too and then they make the decisions because of that x reason but the thing is again 20 percent. where the fuck's that 80 percent mm -hmm. where everyone can literally go make their effort of going granted also um it's a big issue because voter, voter, suppression. voter suppression exactly that like it's people are working nine to five jobs eight hours if not more you know i can tell you right now if my dad could vote he would love to but he works fucking hours on end in the norias and shit you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's just where do you get the time in the moments you actually get a weekend off either one it's not in a ballot day or two yeah. it's your only day off after working in chingas yeah so it's just like it discourages you it even needs more to be more accessible yeah it we, we need to make election more. day a federal holiday mm -hmm. exactly i actually had a friend who thought it was I was like, no, it's not homie. Well, it should be, nice. be though. Yeah. It should be though. Yeah. But the only reason he thought is because like his job actually lets him like, yeah, it's your day off. Go for it. Because that, that company That's he works nice. for is That's super forward. progressive. Yeah. That's and I nice. love that. But again, it's that company's uh, uh, freedom to, to do so. Yeah. Their choice yeah. of it. And it's like, cool. I get it. But <laughs> no. everyone should be able <laughs> to do Not everyone's so. going to do it for <laughs> Como se dice, like the por buenos, verdad? Sí, sí. <laughs> like out of yeah. their own will. So yeah, yeah that is, uh, you know, th there definitely has to be a lot of reform to protect voting rights. And um, you know, some people have always been of the mind that Texas is not a red state, but a voter suppression state, mm -hmm. right? Where we're seeing 
um, a combination of the governor and the Texas legislature, right? Like the members of the Senate and of the House at the state level um, pass continuously these bills and reforms that make it harder for people to vote, right? Which in their own words, they say it, it's just more secure. And it's like, no, it's not more secure. Ay, Dios mío, eso de que... Stop the steal and the big lie and all this stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, we we are unfortunately living through some times that are very divisive, right? And with the national the conversation. And, changing. and yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes. Things are, yeah, the ground is shifting, <laughs> literally. But what that's causing is um, it used to be that all politics is local, right? And mm. now it's like all politics is national. Yes. And... Oof, we can like go on and on about um, the role of social media yeah. and all that. That's right? the crazy like, part about this because it is a huge factor into it. Back then, it used to be like, it's good to promote shit, mm-hmm. but then it turned into an actual, besides a tool to promote, it can sometimes be used as a weapon as well. Right, because it's a business because it makes money. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the hard part. And that's where like the whole concept of... Uh, again, not to throw fucking buzzwords, but it's true. It's capitalism. Like if it's if it's something that makes you money, people are gonna be like, "All right, I'll do that. Just pay me." And it's like, what are what are you gonna do? You know? Yeah. Um, Facebook has been called out on it multiple times. There's yep. been shutdowns of Facebook and Instagram, which has stopped us from working a little bit too sometimes because we need to keep up with posting. Um, and yeah, it's just like there's been call outs on that. That's why I feel like even like forums can be very toxic, whether it's the usual 4chan, 8chan, or yeah. just Reddit in general. But then you also have places where, in my opinion, is pretty neutral and pretty, in my opinion, safe, mm-hmm. would be Twitter. Twitter is probably like the most general consensus you can get. You Like rumors can spread there, but it can also be completely crushed by facts mm. immediately compared to Facebook. Facebook has different features compared to Twitter where like one post can be shared chingos and the one that gets shared the most, it's probably true. Segun, mm. right? So that's where you get like all your news from Facebook instead of yeah. actual sources. Right. And um, compared to Twitter, Twitter shit sh- fucking shoots that shit down immediately. Mm. If you start spreading bullshit, you're like, no, that's crap. You're not a reputable <laughs> source. Support that shit real quick. If not, who the fuck are you? you know? I also I think uh, Twitter also doesn't allow political advertisements, which, exactly. in my opinion, is good. Yeah. You know, like because again, it's all it's all about um, conversation. The, yeah, and and, yeah. and it's not like uh, we're getting all these messages mm-hmm. shoved down our throats all the time, mm-hmm. right? That may it's, or may not, it's not be a, it's, factual. Anyone can have a soapbox there. If you have a big platform, it's good. Mm-hmm. If you have a good following, most likely if you have a big following, it's because of a... It could be good or bad reasons, but if anything, yeah. it's, it's a reason that a lot of people <clears throat> have a general consensus for compared to Facebook. If you just pay enough your fucking messages out there mm-hmm. and that's where like things get messy that's why yeah. at this point personally i don't have facebook as much or don't get on it as much anymore because it's already just filled with uh just riddled with bullshit and it's just too much yeah. and it's just like mm. social media can be so overwhelming yeah like any way you look at it yeah man but it's still it's something we need no not yeah. need it's something that we have to it's live a, with yeah it's a tool that it's already exists, there it's so. already implemented whether we like it or not 
Whether you want to disconnect, it's still part of it. It helps. It's very good. But then there's always bad there's sides a, yeah, the potential to everything. Como con todo. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, 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 it sucks. But, I mean, hey. That's, this is where, like, other platforms come in. Like this show. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, like, I... A lot of people have also mes uh, have messaged me before asking if I can have so-and-so person on and things like that. I nice. look into them and I don't like their message and I'm just like, no, dude. Like, so you can control. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's the beauty about having your platform, right? That you can also in as best as you can, right? Yeah. I want to be, have res control over be your responsible platform. with it mainly because mm -hmm. a lot of people see it as like, oh, you're censoring shit. I'm like, no, I don't want to be responsible to, to provide other people Uh, uh, on my platform to be like a gateway to other shit that I don't like. Right. So it's just more of like it's my shit. That just makes sense. Yeah, it makes complete sense. It's like if if someone came up to this coffee shop and was like, "Why don't you have Colombian beans?" And it's like, "The fuck? Who the fuck are you to tell me to buy <laughs> Colombian beans? Maybe I want Honduras beans instead." You know? It's like, what the fuck? Shout out to Colombia though. <laughs> Their beans are good always. That coffee is strong. <laughs> yeah. But uh. But yeah, it's just, it's definitely something to talk about for sure. Like yeah. in a whole deep dive into it. There's a lot of things we can definitely <laughs> deep dive into. I hope you're making a running list of all the episodes you know. Oh yeah, you know we have, like, have a little notebook <laughs> on it. <laughs> How long are we going for? Oh, it's I don't know, half. it's pretty dark outside. <laughs> Damn, bro. Time flies when you're... Talking with your buds. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> When you're sipping And on coffee. And sipping on beans. <laughs> Let's see here. Or some brews. Some brewskis. <laughs> a ver, a yes, ver, a ver. Si, es tarde. It's past five o'clock somewhere now. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out the wine. Pull out the... Oh, yeah. Now we're turning into the wine hour. <laughs> Question. I'm probably going to cut, like, most of this stuff. <laughs> of me, like, scrambling. But the whole conversation so far has been super beautiful. Yeah. No, I've had a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. I was really looking forward to this all day because it, it's been a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. You need your efforts shown. You need your efforts shown. <laughs> If someone who is discouraged on voting in general, mm -hmm. or at least someone who's just like doesn't feel like their vote is meaningless, but is still willing to do something, Right, because we can't just have nihilists running government. <laughs> right. Let's just say someone who is willing to do something but feels like discouraged about it, and they see you as a candidate. What can you say to them, as any final words to encourage them to not only vote for like what you're what you're fighting for, but of course vote for you in the end, because that's in the end what we're fighting for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that the way that I see the voting process and the electoral process is, you know, historically, it has been used to upkeep the status quo because money has been at the center of it, right? And we are living in a day and age where, for some reason, we give uh, corporations the same importance that we do people. But... What I am standing for and fighting for is a rejection of all that, right? And saying, you know, working class people that are closest to the problems that we have in our community are best positioned to lead. And so if you think that we have hope for the future, right, and I hope that everyone does, 
and that we can do things now that will ensure and secure our future, right? Mm-hmm. 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, and make Laredo, you know, the place that, that we want to show off, right? The place where we want people to come. Um, we need to protect our river. We need to fight for living wages. We uh, need to start treating healthcare as a human right, not mm-hmm. a privilege that is only reserved for those that have the means for it, right? And I think uh, more importantly, we we just need to show that, um, you know, everyday people know what's best for their communities. And listen to them. And listen to listen to each other and listen mm-hmm. to and and to create a government that is responsive to the needs of the people, right? That isn't centered on corporate greed and Emily. self-interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I think we really have an opportunity in the next 26 days, 38 <laughs> days. It's like, ah, it's so close. Um, but we have an opportunity to, to start a new chapter for our district and for our community. And um, it has to happen up and down, right? So um, what I can... You know, what the one thing that I can guarantee everyone here is that no matter what happens um, and how uh, things end up after March 1st, this is just the beginning of the fight for me, right? I'm turning around and I'm thinking, who am I going to help get there next? Yeah. And who, how are we going to make sure that up and down the ballot um, that we are uplifting more people like us to step up and be able to run and represent us right because I think um, growing up uh, all I saw was these tall white passing men in cowboy hats and sports coats you know and in a lot of ways that is still what we have in our local government but we are living in a new day and age where um, we are honing our power right and learning that when we when enough of us come together we can do good shit yeah, and that's that's why I'm running, and that's why I want to represent this community, and and also guess what? When I get there, don't let me become a politica sucia and hold me accountable, and don't idolize me. Mm-hmm. And if you need to storm my office, by all means, do. I don't think we'll need to go that way. No, but, you oh. won't need to go that way. But if, if I ever forget, <laughs> I'm there. I'm, I'm ready with, with my fist down the door. Ready. <laughs> oh, God. That's good. I love that. <laughs> this was too much fun, guys. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I guess we'll end it there on a good note right there, honestly. Funny note, too. <laughs> Thanks to Nora's knock. Yeah. <laughs> I should I should record that like it a good a, lo- a good knock an FBI knock. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll end the episode there. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Thank you so much, Tanya, for being on the show. Thank you for joining it's, us. Thank yes. you for inviting me. Honestly, I'm glad we we made it happen. Yes. I mean, hell yeah, we're still in the it, pandemic, it in the but we made it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Through hurdles and just jumping around and loops and bounds, we made <laughs> it happen. And rivers rivers and roads (laughs) Um, but yeah thank you so much guys for listening and uh, follow uh, the podcast 
on Instagram, Twitter, at Beans, Brews, and Buds. I think Twitter, it's Beans, Brews, Buds, because the characters are too short for and in there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, follow us on Facebook, too. I don't really post too much on Facebook, but you can do that, too, if you guys want. Of course, support Tanya coming in, uh, with the coming election. All the info should be sent down on the little uh, info bar there as well. So just click on that. Big day is February 14th. February 14th. March 1st. And then to March find, 1st. Find your candidate and on, fe- <laughs> <laughs> on February 14th and vote for down and vote for Tanya as much as you can um, to support her causes or our causes technically. And, uh, and yeah. Us. For La Raza. If not for, if not for yourself, for like the people in the future and stuff like and that. And our yeah. children. And our children. Ponte las pilas. Ponte las pilas y ponte a votar. <laughs> we'll end it there. <laughs>